What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Cub Cooker. Every single day, I come at you live on this podcast, and we discuss our inner brilliance, our God-given gifts of brilliance, and we do that through several different avenues. First off, faith, then spirituality, and then the very obvious and very weird paranormal happenings all around our planet. And that's exactly how we approach this live podcast every single day. If you want to hear more of this podcast, you can jump over to my website at www.cubcooker.me, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me, and you can find all of the materials I reference over there, as well as my new book and the podcast link so that you can never miss an episode. I have a lot of people that like to listen in the car. And as we talk about accessibility, that's what we're going to talk about today. Church in the metaverse. What is that going to look like? What is it? Why should we care? And are there some dangers, some things we need to be aware of as believers? And by believers, I'm not just talking to uh, Catholics, I'm not talking to Methodists, I'm not talking to Pentecostals, I'm not talking to Lutherans, I'm not talking to Buddhists or Muslims or Zoroastrians or any denomination, religion, or certain faith walk. I'm talking to everyone, everyone who has experienced the very real power of Christ, Christ consciousness, that oneness, that love, and that salvation that is Christ. That's who I'm talking to today. Um, again, this is not coming from a certain denominational point of view. This is really kind of a, a world believers uh, podcast that I have going here. So now I am, uh, the base of my faith is a Christian faith, but I also read a lot of other texts to put together the full picture of world faith as we are here in the world today, because we need to understand that, especially in the West. Uh, we have our Bibles here in the West, and we love our Bibles, and I love mine, um, but we we also have to understand that we have an entire world full of religions and beliefs and faiths, and there's literally hundreds of thousands of different little micro-denominations within just the Christian church. And so what is the metaverse going to do for that? Well, one thing it's going to do is it's going to expose all of us to new ideas. It's going to expose you and me here in the West to our neighbors in the East, our neighbors on the poles, on the equators. We are going to be able to meet and greet and be a global community in the metaverse like we've never been able to before. This is going to open up the door for all kinds of things, all kinds of scrutiny, all kinds of prophecies, all kinds of uh, wonderful things, all kinds of negative things. Just like any new technology, it's going to have its demons and it's going to have its angels, just like anything we have uh, in this world. And we have to understand that. So why am I speaking on Metaverse today? It's because it's really heavy on my heart. I know it's coming You've probably heard it before. You've probably heard of the metaverse. Um, and I really wanted to just kind of take time to talk about what it really is. Uh, what is the metaverse? Why is it important? Here's, here's a depiction of it. This is kind of a, a painting stylized. The metaverse is going to be uh, really whatever you want it to be and whatever I want it to be. And that's what's super interesting about it. 
you will be able to access it through your smartphone. You'll be able to access it through your computer, through virtual reality headsets, possibly even your televisions. As new televisions come out, they've got cameras in them. They've got uh, motion sensors on them. Everything that we need to interact in this metaverse is already on the way. Now, this might sound scary, and I understand that. This might sound like, uh, hey, doesn't that just create like a one-world religion? Doesn't that just create, you know, all the stuff we hear about in Revelation? Well, of course it opens the door to it. But we have to look back. We've had, <clears throat> we've had things like that being fulfilled for literally thousands of years. This is just the latest iteration of cyclical prophecy. I believe in cyclical prophecy. What's happened will happen again, and it keeps scaling until that glorious day. Um, and so this is one iteration of it. Um, this first version of the metaverse is probably not going to be um, as deceiving as some people might think it will be, you know, as far as those kind of end-timer doomsdayers go. I'm not personally one of those. I respect anyone that holds those beliefs. And again, my channel is here for information for building up the saints and knowledge. And again, I don't care what walk of life you are, what faith, what denomination, what orientation. If you love God, if you love the Most High God, and you experience His Christ in you, that Christ consciousness, where you're connected to a network of other believers, you see miracles in your life, and you have deep and infinite love for your fellow man, this message is for you. And the reason this is an important message, uh, why would you worship uh, a God who lets babies die of the C word? That is because we live in a world that is owned by the gods, scripturally. Look at all the whole of scripture, even in your Bible, you see that the world has fallen into this state of sin. And like every culture reveres the flesh even you know every religion and culture revere the flesh as kind of this thing that we're trapped in and that we have sin uh we have diseases we have uh things that are brought on us by us things that are brought on us by the gods uh you see this in every culture and i'm not here to say one way or another what the actual truth of that is because i don't know um the only miracle is that anyone is still christian well, Peter, that is totally, totally your opinion, and I respect that. So, um, And, of course, God could cure anything if he wanted to, but you have to understand, uh, contextually, God works through us. Like, he literally, we have pieces of him. We're connected to an infinite consciousness, and he works through us. And how selfish can people be that, and that's why I'm doing this today. We have pastors that won't even get on the metaverse. They won't even do a podcast. They won't even do TikTok because it's weird, it's new, or they're going to do things the old way, or they've gotten comfortable and they're headed towards retirement, or whatever that is. We have people that won't go to the ends of the earth to share the message of Christ. And the message of Christ is very simple. It's that we are a part of God, and he came to release us from the law and from sin and from unaliving in our souls. Um, and so it's a very simple message and it's a very universal message and humanity has made it a lot harder than it has to be. Um, we, we try to add all these little rules to it. We try to look at the old law and reconcile it with the new law and look at how we should do church and how we should do meetings and gather and all of this stuff. And it's all stuff guys. And I'm just here to share with you, 
uh, that we have this amazing tool coming. And so your leaders, and you may be a leader in this, and I wanna encourage people, if you're just now hearing about this metaverse, and I'm not going live with anybody, sorry, right now. Um, if you're just hearing about this metaverse, that this is for you. You can be a leader in this. And I have a friend that said, hey, I'm gonna be a king in the new metaverse. I'm like, great, good for you. I'm gonna be a leader. I'm gonna be a spiritual leader. I'm gonna help people find truth. I can't tell you what truth is. Truth is in you. And if you wanna go out and cure the babies, go cure humanity, go find a cure. Go do it. Go put, if you have that talent, we have scientists right now working every day on cures, working every day on trying to help humanity. Not all of them are good. Not all of them are bad. We keep doing a black and white thing on everything. We say the metaverse is bad because it's like the image of the beast or whatever, rather than look at all the color. I mean, th there's color in everything. There's vibrancy in everything. I wear tie-dye every day. And so I think it's super important. Uh, let's see. Uh, he didn't release us from the law. He is the law. Okay, so what he actually said is not one iota of the law will pass away until all is complete. What did he do? He said it is finished on the cross. So there. That's, and I just read that, and I'm not, I'm not arguing with you, Kelly. I'm just saying, I literally just read that today, so it's perfect that you said that, because I've always questioned that. So do we still have the law? Are we still supposed to look at the law? Well, he said until it is complete. And then he said it, it is finished when he was on the cross. So there you go. So he is the new law, the law of love, that Christ in us. And, um, and I believe that's what connects uh, to God the Father. Uh, not the gods of the Old Testament that we've all seen that um, are supposed to be taking care of their people but don't do a great job of it and uh, have anger and make bargains and weird deals and need sacrifice and all of that. And I believe that the gods of the Old Testament are different than who Christ was talking about that he said his father was. I believe his father was El Elyon, God Most High. And God Most High is definitely present in the Old Testament. But people were literally having experiences with these extraterrestrial gods that were descending on earth. And this is the way I understand it. You don't have to agree with me. But if you look at every ancient culture, you see the same dissension stories of these entities coming, bringing the law to humanity, sharing technologies with humanity. And then you look at Book of Enoch, which we've been going through. Um, and then you, um, sorry, I got comments down here. Lots of comments today, guys. Sorry, I can't keep up with all of them. Um, uh, Charles says no one likes it or wants it. Um, I like it and I want it. And I think a lot of people do too. You know, the metaverse it's people said that about the internet, you know, nobody likes it. Nobody wants it. And, and yet we all use it. We're all on here right now, aren't we? So, I mean, I'm just saying that people don't feel or hear God. Uh, they just say they do because others do, uh, fake it to make it. A lot of people do James. Um, a lot of people do. And I think People, people are always looking outward for a God and they're looking for outward signs. And even Jesus said a wicked generation looks for those outward signs. And he said that the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God does not come uh, with an outward sign or a sign in the heavens, but it comes uh, quickly like lightning flashing from the left to the right and that the kingdom of God is within you. And so 
Uh, this is a much deeper spirituality, and there's a lot of people demonizing the spirituality movement or the New Age movement now. And while it is easy to kind of go off on rabbit trails and go, oh, crystals, or oh, all of this, or oh, you know, uh, the, the whole whatever, you know. And I don't, I don't even know enough about all of that to speak on it. I just know that my truth, my God is within me. And I experience that every day. And that is not because any, literally no, no one has ever told me that. And so that is from experience. And so when I'm, when I'm telling you guys, I'm here to raise up leaders. We've got a lot of people that are already trying to argue in the comments here. And I love you guys. But stop and let's check all of ourselves and let's realize we have an opportunity to be leaders. Comment warriors are one thing, and I get them all the time, guys. But leaders, people who are willing to go live, people who are willing to post content, people who are willing to help people and actually go into the mist and trust that God is there and trust that we, can, we have a creator, we have a God, we have a God most high on our side. Uh, that absolutely, oh, I got a hat. Thank you for the hat. I appreciate the gifts. Um, God is Santa Claus for adults. Peter, and that's totally, that is totally your opinion, and I'm totally cool with that. Um, and if you're here, you're obviously here, you're either here to argue or you're here to, um, to seek. And if you're here to seek, welcome. If you're here to argue, um, I'll just ignore you all day long. So I'm not here to argue. Uh, we don't do that, and I've got a lot of people um, on here too, moderators, that'll kind of help prevent that. But if you're here to seek, then I totally respect your opinion. Uh, thank you guys for the gifts. God bless you. Um, if you're here to seek, then then great. Be and I've been there. I've been right there where you are. Um, there was a time in my life when I just thought, you know, this whole thing is is just a joke. Like, people just make this up. And I think honestly what it is and what I've found that it is for me and my personal truth is that all of the constructs are what the Santa Claus is. But the inner truth is what few people look for. Few people. And Christ himself said, you know, that the, the path is narrow. And we, we turn that into, oh, the path is, you know, it's hard and you've got to give up this and you've got to be this kind of person. It's the dogmatic and you've got to do da, 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 da. But really, it's because few people want to even look within and go, wait a minute. There's something going on here that I didn't quite know about. And maybe there's something inside of me that is truth. Maybe there's something inside of me that is power. Maybe there's something inside of me that has dominion over this world. Maybe there's something inside of me that wants to connect to the Christ consciousness because I believe I have that and I feel it. There's that spark, that little spark, and that is the flame that we need to fan. Not the flame of dogmatic, constructed ideologies, but the flame of inner truth, the flame of oneness and connection and love. And literally, that's what Christ came to preach. And anyone that tells you otherwise is trying to look into other verses to see what other people said about him rather than reading what he actually said. And so I wanted to share a couple of things with you guys today about the metaverse um, and why I'm excited about it, why I think it's going to be such a neat, such a neat, that's a good word, there you go, uh, what's that guy that used to say neat, have a neat day or whatever on, uh, 
he was all over the place in the 90s uh, or in the 2000s online. Uh, I love this picture, guys. This is like a metaverse painting representation of a poster that my grandma had uh, in our kids' room when I was a kid, and it's called The Land of Make-Believe. And so I use this AI that I've been using. It's uh, called Mid-Journey AI to create this. Um, and it was just kind of inspired by, I'll show you guys, I'll get out of the way there, kind of inspired by um, everything my grandma uh, shared with me growing up. She shared wonder and nature walks and beauty and uh, this really cool poster. Uh, and this isn't the actual poster because the actual poster is copyrighted, but I wanted to make something for my phone background that reminded me that there's still magic in the world, guys. Christ came to show you your inner magic. And I'm not trying to make this, this new age thing. I'm just saying he came to buy us back from the reign of, let's see, uh, NEAR said, uh, I'm so sick of dogma and uh, religiosity. Absolutely. I am too. And so um, that's what I'm talking about today. And I think that we have an opportunity as we wake up in truth, as we wake up in love and light, to not go out and share a denomination with people or a certain dogmatic point of view, but to share love and oneness and prayer and meditation with people who are hurting and who need it, guys. The world is hurting too much to sit here and argue about whether or not religion is mythology. So, Peter, you, you can probably look at your neighbor and tell they're in pain and they're hurting. Because I can look at mine. I can look at my friends and my family. You don't have to look far. And then when you look in yourself, you realize that you're the exact same. And that the person on the street corner who needs help is you. Because we are all one in God. And that's what Christ came to reveal to us and return us back to God. He said, it is finished. Not, oh, it's going to keep going and we're going to argue about dogma and religion and all of this stuff for years to come. He said, it's finished. And he, he returned us back to God. We're gods now. Not we're gods, but we are God. God's, God's own. If that makes sense. I'm not saying we're gods like we're all little gods running around. I'm saying we are God's own. We are his people. Um, let's see. Uh, is Jesus his own father? So that's kind of one thing that people like, you know, they say, oh, he's the son, but he's God and all of that. And I think there's a lot of Jesus, uh, deification going on in the church. I won't get into that today because that's not really the point of this live stream. But I think, uh, we have to look at what he said, you know, um, and I was actually going to read the Lord's prayer from Matthew six, because I think in this land, in this land of, uh, make-believe, which is what we're about to go into, the land of make-believe, of the metaverse. You guys are going to be there, and I'm going to be there. This is not like, this will be like the internet. It's not going to be something that you're like, no, I choose not to. It's like, you want to pay your bills, you got to go to the metaverse. Like, it's going to be part of life. Um, and so we can either accept it, or we can, uh, you know, talk a lot of junk about it and go, oh, no, it's, uh, well, you know, so I'm not here to do that. I'm just here to say it's coming. They're creating it. Everyone's creating their version of it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be scary. It's going to be whatever. You make it. And I say that it's going to be an avenue, a pipeline, a tunnel, a vortex, a portal to bring love and light and truth and oneness to people. And you can use it for the same thing. So it's crazy to think people believe it. 
Uh, it's been altered and written so many times. And that's the thing with the Bible. I love the Bible because I now using the internet, I can go back and read the original, uh, root words in the Hebrew and the Greek and go, Hey, this means a little something different than I thought it did. Hey, there's more to this world and this life than I thought there was. And that's a beautiful thing because we do have tools like the internet now. And I'm talking about the internet like, you know, I'm a hundred years old now or something. But, uh, you know, the interwebs is a great tool and it's been around for a long time. Um, ever since I was younger, you know, I didn't grow up with it. But by the time I was 15, I was using YouTube fluently and went, I want to be a YouTube creator like at 15, you know. Um, so this was something that, you know, I've kind of grown up into and there's going to be a whole generation of people that grow up into the metaverse. And so that's what I'm talking about. And I, and whether you, um, read the Bible and you hold it as high truth or whether you hold it as historical or whether you hold it as mythology, that's not what I'm here to debate today. What I'm here to debate is if you feel like, sorry, my dog is dreaming behind me. If you feel like you have a message of love and light and oneness and truth for people, and you feel like you've found God inside of you, then you have exactly what it takes to be a spiritual leader. And you don't have to go to seminary or to uh, any kind of school of theology for any area of theology to go and be a spiritual leader. And I'm proof of that, guys. I'm proof of that. I get to do this full time. I get to research. I'm not here to tell you what exact truth is, but rather lead you inward to your understanding of it. So uh, I was raised Christian, uh, but the further I read outside the church, I went into, I became atheist moon rocks. Um, I totally understand. And I've had that opportunity many times. I just experienced God so much daily and I've seen him do so much in my life that I stopped believing in the church God and I started believing in the God most high and when I did that my life has changed in some of the weirdest ways guys uh, some of the weirdest ways I actually wrote a book in 2020 called God-given gifts of brilliance um, and it's written from uh, a fairly Christian perspective because uh, at the time I wrote it, I was still, you know, trying to be very involved uh, within the church constructs. And that was okay. And it's, uh, but the book is actually amazing. And it actually holds a lot of what I'm saying now. Um, it's on Audible right now. It's on my website at cubcooker.me called God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. And I still believe a lot of the Christian ideas in it because I believe in Christ. So let me say that. But that doesn't make me a dogmatic Christian or a church Christian. That makes me a Christ follower. Uh, that doesn't make me someone who is trying to deify him the way a lot of people do. But it makes me someone who loves him, who knows he's in me, and he is my connection to God the Father. Um, and so that's how, that's, that's how I come from it with this book, uh, the angle that I approach your personal gifts. Uh, because there's a lot of people that are lost and don't know... Uh, they don't know what they believe. They don't know how to use what they don't know they believe in. And they don't even know what they're like good at, like their skills in life are. So they have no idea where to go. They just get up, they go to work, they come home, they make dinner, they watch some TV, play some video games, go to bed, do it all over again. Some may drink, some may smoke, some may do other stuff, whatever. Um, and they know, like there's something in them, there's a core in them that they know they could do more. They know they have more potential 
And that's exactly why I wrote this book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. Like I said, it's on my website, cubkuker, K-U-K-E-R-C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R dot M-E. You can go grab it right now. It's like 12 bucks on Audible. Um, every one of those that sells helps me directly, and God bless you guys for doing it. That's how I can do this full-time. And sorry, my dogs are playing behind me. They uh, lost the ball under the chair. So, uh, But anyway, yeah, go check out the books uh, if you guys want to. Um, it supports my channel. And if you like me and you, you think, hey, I don't agree with everything the guy says, but I want to go deeper, this is perfect because you can listen to it in your car. It's me narrating it without the dog whining in the background. Um, but it really is beautiful, and it really does reveal a lot of things that I believe I fully believe will bless you and help you as we go forward into kind of this brave new world that we're about to be entering. Um, and, and again, I believe in the one true God. I believe he created and is in all things. Um, I also believe there are maker gods or maker entities on this planet that have fashioned things to uh, kind of work for their order rather than uh, the Most High's order. But Christ came to say, hey, you're still connected to God and it is finished and he is in you. I am in you. We are all one. And here's the new law of love. Um, and so that's just what I believe. But um, And you don't have to agree with me, but um, let's see. I've got a lot of questions here. Uh, so anyway, Moon Rocks, I will pray for you. Love you guys. Seriously. And I'm, I'm, I'm here in love. Not like some people say it. Not like trying to get you into you know, a church seat in a group or anything. I'm here just to tell you. I'm okay with your unbelief. I'm okay with your questions. I'm okay with your, um, ask me, you know, where, and I'll try to point you in the right direction as far as scripture. And it's not always Bible scripture. A lot of it, Epic of Gilgamesh has a ton of great stuff in it. Book of Enoch has a ton of great stuff. Uh, Gospel of Thomas has a ton of great stuff. You know, if you want to go like inward spirituality, Gospel of Thomas is one of the best books I've ever read in my life, and it corroborates and makes a lot more sense with what Christ said in the Bible that we have, but then you have other people that came after him trying to write about him, and I say let's listen to what he said first and foremost and make our own opinions about that. So, uh, But I love my peeps in the church, Phil. Amen. I do too. Uh, I do too. I still have a lot of very, very good friends in the church, and I'm not here to talk anything negative about uh, church or the church or any of that. Um, I'm just here to say, you know, what has, what has saved me and what has saved me is that inner truth. It is God's light and love. Um, and here's a, an AI image of a cross with wings. I thought that was appropriate for this. Um, but anyway, getting back to the metaverse, um, it's something that's coming and I just, Wherever you guys are coming from, be it from um, an organization, a church, a religious institution, um, or from your own background of like, hey, I just want to help people. Uh, here's a cool metaverse church I made on the AI. Um, wherever you're coming from, I want to encourage you that you can be a leader. You can be a spiritual leader in the new metaverse. And if you're on a walk today where you're like, I don't even know what the truth is, and I'm not even going to bother figuring it out. I just want to try to be happy or whatever, you know, and, and go home and play video games and just try to make enough money at my job to live. Then I'm here to just invite you into a whole new world. Go down the rabbit hole with me. Seek truth. Go, let's go inward together and try to find Christ. Try to find God in us because I promise you he's there. 
And a lot of these things we've built are the false image. People want to talk about the metaverse being the false image. And a lot of the constructs and the doctrines and the dogmas we've built are the false image. And all of them like to try to demonize each other and argue and say, I'm right and you're wrong. And I'm just here to tell you, if we quiet ourselves, we can actually hear God in us. Because we are miracles, guys. And we can take that miracle into this brand new colorful beautiful amazing metaverse that's coming and we can take god to the nations take the good news take the gospel to the nations so um anyway so we find god uh for ourselves i am in god and god is in me amen yoga with charlotte and i think that's why christ said that i am in the father and the father is in me and and uh, no one goes to the Father except through me. But then he said that I am in you and you are in me. And he said that, you know, we're one and it's finished. And like, you just see everything. It's like, connect the dots. And then you read the Gnostic Gospels and then you see like, oh, that's really what he was saying. Um, and a lot of that's been kind of, you know, trimmed out. Um, so anyway, yes, yoga with Charlotte. Love it. Love it. Amen. Uh, be kind to all. Be still and know. Amen. Do it. Amen. Amen. And I love yoga. I just got these hand pans I've been playing um, and uh, played them for my grandmother last night. My grandma is uh, kind of entering some of the stages of uh, what we might call dementia. And uh, it's, it's really not a fun place to be with her. Uh, lots of repeating ourselves, lots of uh, 10 different times, you know, same conversation over and over. Um, and so I played these hand pans for her. Uh, and her face just lit up and she's just smiling ear to ear, such healing vibrations, such wellness, such love. And that's what I think we should all be doing guys. Like it's like, let's love each other. And I found a verse here. He said, uh, Jesus said, for the world will know that you are mine by the way you love your brother. Like, where's that going on? We sit here and argue in the comments. Why are we arguing about semantics rather than going, Hey, I love you. Hey, I love you. Hey, what do you need? See a need, fill a need. Because you will find God in that. I promise you. So as we enter a brave new world with the metaverse here, um, I hope you guys are ready to embrace it and ready to take your truth in there in a loving way. And I hope that the metaverse is a place where rather than comment warriors, we have light workers bringers of truth and love and light and oneness and true Christs, the chrism, the anointed. That's what we are, guys. And again, I don't care what walk of life or faith or non-faith you come from. You're still anointed. And one of these days, that anointing can turn on like that and you won't be able to look back. And I hope the words I say in this haunt you even just a little bit. Even just to the point of, Hmm, now I have to think about this stuff. Hmm, now I can't just go to work and come home and, uh, and eat and, and pay my bills. And then, you know, one day I'm, you know, we'll be off this rock, you know. Now I hope that these words help you and that you realize that there's a whole beautiful world out there. Here's another metaverse painting I did with AI. It's going to get interesting, guys. And we have the potential to make it beautiful. So don't forget that. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. Um, yoga is a Hindu religious practice, not a secular exercise. Uh, N-E-R says Moon Rocks. 
so guys, we, we have to remember just real quick, because I see comments like that all the time. Everything we do in society, even the dollar bill that we spend, all has some esoteric meaning and connection. So before we go judging other practices and stuff, let's try to be open and understand that everybody has a little piece of it. And God is truth and God is in you. So I love you guys. I love God. I love Christ. Let's be Christ to the world. Let's connect our consciousness. Uh, Yoga with Charlotte says yoga is not a religion. No, it is not a religion. Um, so, and a lot of people say that, which, which I find interesting because, uh, that would be like saying that, uh, IMAC is a religion, which I guess you, you could argue that, but, um, anyway, so, but yeah, just love each other guys. And if, before we make dogmatic statements, let's stop and actually find out for ourselves if that's true. And that's why I try to come on here and I have such an open mind, even to the point of, of aggravating people. So, um, not going to argue yoga is part of Hinduism. It depends on what yoga you practice. There are different yogas. Um, but yes, a lot of it r- originated with Hinduism. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I'm here to bring uh, faith in all its forms to the metaverse. And let us find truth together. So, um, I've done research. I know facts. Good for you, Annie. Um, so anyway, um, but yeah, and just God bless you guys that are doing the yoga. Yoga is, is one of the things that's helped me in my spiritual walk, um, with a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. And, um, and and so I've found a lot of peace in that and I appreciate anyone that brings that to people. So, uh, pray, thank and ask, uh, meditate to hear God's word. Amen. Absolutely. So, um, and, and guys, again, It doesn't matter. Like it's, (laughs) I don't know how to say this nicely. We've got to stop with the finger pointing. We've got to stop um, trying to make things sound ominous to other people. Um, Read the actual words of Christ. Like what he wrote or what he said and what was written that he said. Uh, will blow your mind. And that's the only thing that I encourage anyone to do. I don't care um, what walk of life or faith you are. Just read the words that Yeshua said. And they will penetrate deep into your heart. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that changes. And then you stop judging all of these things. You stop going, oh, that's dangerous, or that's demonic, or this, or that. And you just start being love. And in light and love, there can be no darkness. So we got to remember that, guys. In Christ, there is no darkness. And if you're truly in that frequency of Christ, if you're truly in Him, then you don't have to worry. There's no darkness there. It cannot penetrate you. So that's all I'm here to say is, because there's a lot of people that are already saying this metaverse is, you know, oh, be careful, blah, blah, blah. And I just, and I have a blog pulled up here. I didn't even read from it. It's from a prominent website from a certain denomination. I won't share exactly which one. But it's talking about virtual reality, the experience machine of the 70s, um, brave new world of digital existence where humans can be freed from bodies, specific locations, and other physical limitations. 
Um, it can offer easier avenues to hidden sin. It can separate us from actual reality. It can begin to replace real friendships. Guys, I mean, these are all the same warnings we had about the internet. These are all the same warnings we had about books as I hit the desk here. So be truth. Be truth to someone. That's all I have to say, guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I hope you choose to be a spiritual leader of love and light in the metaverse. Yoga with Charlotte. Uh, I get what you're saying. Look at your heart and let your works be the evidence. Amen. Uh, so Yoga with Charlotte, I'm going to give you a follow. God bless you for what you're doing. Moon Rocks, um, I'm going to give you a follow. God bless you too. Thank you guys for the good conversation today. Uh, you can go listen to this podcast if you want to share it with a friend or family member. Um, and you can also check out my book over at www.cubkuker.me. And that's where my book is. And uh, if, you, if you like my kind of brand of spirituality um, and kind of my mix of uh, like my Christian background with uh, kind of my open-minded spirituality, then uh, you're going to love, love, love my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. Uh, help you to start to activate and awaken your purpose on this planet. Uh, and the people, we sold 10 of these in the last 24 hours, which I'm like super excited about. Thank you guys. So every single one makes me celebrate. So if you even like what you hear here at all, I promise you'll love my book. And it is me narrating it. It's about five hours long. Uh, you're going to love it. And we've got the full course going up, which is on sale half off right now for $99, uh, where you can get not only the video book with me reading it, but I narrate it and I also talk about it and with a bunch of extra content, but I also teach a lesson around every single chapter so you get a ton of extra content. Uh, I think there's like 25 or 30 hours of content in there, so it's a fantastic course uh, if you're ready to just really grab hold of what you can do as we go into this brand new world to understand yourself and what God has called you to, uh, then you're going to love it. So anyway, I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Peace. Be ready for the metaverse. Let's all meet there. Let's all be friends. Let's all be love of Christ to the world. I love you guys. Peace.